welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. It's a Fights in Football Friday. This is part two. It's the football time. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Um, we are going to do a full rundown of the NFL offseason. All 32 teams. What do they need? Where are they picking in the draft? Uh, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at what has happened in the Canadian Football League offseason so far as free agency officially kicked off this week. So that's the plan for the show today. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show Diary at Yahoo. Com. Um, if you're watching this video, thank you. Make sure you like it and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening in podcast form, um, thank you. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. All right, let's get into the football talk. So um, going to just run through and doing this in order of uh, where teams draft in the NFL this year, uh, going to be running through just the quick kind of rapid fire. We'll go more into like free agent targets, draft targets and stuff like that as the offseason kind of rolls on. Um, but for right now, we are going to look at um, all these teams and what do they need. And it'll probably branch off into other discussions from there. Um, we start with the Chicago Bears. They hold the number one overall pick through no fault of their own. Um, they made a trade with Carolina last year, allowing the Panthers to get Bryce Young. And the, uh, the, the Bears end up getting this year's first round pick. Uh, their needs, they could use some help on the interior of the offensive line. Um, and playmakers is definitely a big thing. On both sides of the football, playmakers is a big thing. They need another wide receiver along with DJ Moore, maybe two. Um, tight end might be a bit of a need. We'll see what happens with, with Cole Komet. Um, and they need some kind of pass rush on the defensive side of things. And they need some kind of help in the secondary. So to recap, they need help on the offensive line, the defensive line, the secondary, and their pass catchers. But they got like six running backs, so that's something. Um, and that is where, again, the discussion around the quarterback comes in. And we're gonna have we're gonna have this a bunch today. They have the first overall pick. They also have Justin Fields. And like it, it's so clear you need a guy who is special. And people have thought for a bit that Caleb Williams is special. So if you are one of those who thinks Caleb Williams is special, trade Justin Fields for whatever bring in Caleb Williams, and try to surround him. Chicago also has the ninth overall pick, so they are able to address a couple of these things. Generally, I am not in favor of moving on from the quarterback when quarterback isn't a problem. I don't think quarterback is a problem. I do think that there are aspects of this offense that could help. Like, if this, honestly, if these guys were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Marvin Harrison Jr., Come on in, number one overall pick, let's do it. Might be a bit of an inappropriate use of assets, given that a number of teams would trade up uh, to, to get a quarterback there. But having fields with Harrison Jr. and DJ Moore ain't a bad place to start. And then draft whatever offensive lineman you want at nine or um, edge rusher or, or defensive back at nine um, and, and go from there. It's not the worst thing, but what's probably going to happen is Kayla Williams gets drafted first overall. They trade Justin Fields for an early second and, and go on from there. That's probably what ends up happening uh, up next Washington. I do think quarterback is in need for this team. They draft second overall. Um, also, they need some help with edge rushers. They, they traded away both guys in sweat and, and chase young. Um, they need pass catchers. Linebacking help is also big for them. And, uh, they need some work on the offensive line as well. This is one where I would have concerns drafting a quarterback into this situation right now. They're going to, but what have we talked about on this show? Basically since it's inception, by the way, past 500, um, uh, episodes, um, last week and forgot to say anything. So yay me. Um, 
But one thing we've talked about in team building in the NFL, you need a foundation in place for the quarterback to come in and help. Um, Drake May or Daniels are not the, who cares what the fuck we got? Let's just roll with it. And I think so many teams are going to use the example of CJ Stroud this year, where, hey, you didn't think the Houston Texans were going to be all that good, and Stroud came in, changed the culture, and off we went. Do you know why it's so special that he did that? Because it never happens. Generally, when you draft a, a good quarterback into a shit situation, it's going to go shittily. And that is what happened in Carolina. And I think so many of these teams are going to look at the Houston example and ignore the Carolina example. Washington is the Carolina example. They have nothing to surround this kid with. And now maybe they go out and make a bunch of moves and prove me wrong. At least they do have some weapons offensively, right? Like they do have McLaurin, Dodson, yeah, even McLaurin, eh. um, you like the running backs there, but the offensive line is terrible and this defense can't stop a thing. Um, I think honestly, like perfect world, you kind of let Sam Howell just take the licks a little bit, try to build up around him and, and go from there. That's not what's going to happen. They're probably going to take, um, either Daniels or May and, and just go from there. New England, another spot. They desperately need a quarterback. They're honestly needs basically everything on offense and maybe a little of defense. Um, th this offense is atrocious and not set up in any way to succeed. The defense is good. The defense is quite good, but this offense is not set up to succeed at all. They are another team who will probably go out and draft a quarterback, but all the talk about them, like this one makes the most sense. If they trade their second round pick for Justin Fields and then draft Harrison with this pick, that makes all the sense in the world for these guys. But they just need stuff. And they don't have a whole lot of cap. Well, they, they, actually, they, that's not true. They have a, a fair amount of cap space to, to go out and, and make some plays with. They've just built this team poorly over the last little while. They, they need so much on the offensive side of things. I feel like if you just draft a quarterback into this spot, you're basically just going Mac Jones 2.0. And that cycle is just going to continue. But... That's probably how it's going to be. Arizona is set up in an amazing spot. They need wide receiver help, some um, help on the interior of the offensive line, and the defensive line isn't very good there. Um, just defensively, this is not a very good football team, so that, that's where they need a lot of the help. But with Kyler Murray kind of showing flashes that he's still Kyler Murray, I, I think you feel like you're in a good spot with the quarterback right now. They also have the 27th overall pick, so they can get a couple of things here in this draft. I think when you look at what Arizona is going to be looking at do, um, looking at here in the draft, three quarterbacks will probably have gotten off the board, and they're going to have Harrison Jr., probably the best player in this draft, fall right into their lap. And that's going to be such an amazing spot for them to be in and building out that way. Like I, I think Arizona, just given how the first three picks ahead of them are probably going to fall, I think Arizona is in a real good spot here to get the guy, get a, a real game changer on the offensive side, still have your quarterback and have your 27th overall pick to be able to make another move for. I, I honestly and truly believe Arizona is in a spot to make a bit of a jump going into next season. The LA Chargers with Jim Harbaugh up next. Um, they have some needs on the defensive side. They couldn't stop anything last year. Need a bit of help on the interior of that defensive line. You obviously have Mack and Bosa on the outsides. Mack, not what he used to be, but still good. Uh, Bosa, Bosa. Um, and on offense, they're going to need probably another running back and they're going to need a tight end. There is a tight end Bowers who a lot of people are, are kind of linking to the LA chargers. I don't hate that. Um, we, we don't have a, a ton of success with drafting tight ends early. Although I, I still think if Kyle Pitts goes to a better situation, then maybe he's a bit in 
a better spot right now in his career. Um, so maybe the Chargers are that. Like, Bowers there with uh, with Justin Herbert as a nice safety blanket. But I think this is a team that needs a couple of things on the defensive side of the football. Those will probably be free agent ads for them. Uh, the Giants are next. I, I think their need on the offensive line is so clear. Um, they're also probably going to need a running back. I would imagine Saquon Barkley leaves. Um, defensively, this team was not very good. So they just, they just need all over the place. And they are... Picking sixth, I think, sucks for them. Because you're going to get... Well, maybe not. You know what? I take that back. Because they have needs on the offensive line, and there's an offensive line. And they're, you're going to probably get the best offensive lineman in this draft, given how this whole thing looks like it's going to, to shake out right now. And so it probably means another year of Daniel Jones. Um, there's just... Again, there's so many holes on this team that they could fill. Like... Offensive line, you're probably going to get the best offensive lineman in this draft. Um, a lot of people, and I haven't done a deep dive on the draft just yet, but a lot of people are saying there are three receivers who could be game changers in this year's draft that can can kind of help you. Um, so if they went that way, honestly, I wouldn't blame them either. That there's just they they don't have a whole lot of spots right now in New York that it's like, no, nah, you know what, we're good. So that they have a lot of a lot of room to go here with this sixth pick at seven. It's the Tennessee Titans. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Also defense. Uh, the, the secondary had some troubles last year. They didn't generate a whole lot in the pass rush. You could probably also use another weapon for Will Levis to, to throw the football to. Um, but offensive line is such a desperate need for this team. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they can can find that here in this draft. They went offensive line last year. Wouldn't surprise me if they go offensive line again this year. Atlanta at eight. They need a quarterback. Um, they also need a lot of help on the defensive side of the football. Although, like, honestly, defensively, they weren't that bad uh, a season ago. They, they just don't have a lot of guys who you think can really replicate that um, going forward. But they probably need another quarterback. Desmond Ritter isn't it. I would be surprised if they get that here because you're looking at the fourth one. So it's either uh, Knicks or Penix Jr. would be probably the, the next one to, to go there. And this this feels a little early for that. But like, could it be Bo Nix? Maybe. I don't know if Bo Nix is a game changer, to be, to be perfectly honest with you, just from what I've seen so far. And again, going to do more of a dive into the, the college football stuff here as the uh, the, the NFL offseason rolls on. But I, I, I don't. I don't love what I've seen from him. So I, I think if they're going to, like, they, they would be a prime candidate for a Justin Fields trade. Like, the, if they get Justin Fields, then you have Bijan with Algier, who can still do some stuff. Um, you have Drake London, and you have Kyle Pitts. You go out and get a second, a uh, number two receiver in free agency, and you are cruising. So then you can use this pick um, to, to, to help you out on the defensive side of things. I just feel like if they can, if they can get Fields for a second, and then... Um, use this first round pick on something better, um, uh, a, a bigger need, like a, on the um on the defensive side of things. It really turns this into a great off season, and honestly, probably turns them to the favorites in the AFC South. The Jets are at ten. We've said it all season. We're going to say it all off season. Aaron Rodgers does not fix all the problems here with New York. Offensive line, gigantic need. Probably need another playmaker. Um. 
on the uh, the outside at, at wide receiver. You got a couple in Wilson and in Hall uh, at running back who you really like. Defensively, this team has a, a fair amount. Maybe could use some safety help. Maybe could use something at defensive tackle. But offensive line needs to be a priority for the New York Jets coming up here this season. Uh, at 11, it's the Minnesota Vikings. Um, probably need a quarterback. We'll, we'll see what, what goes on with Kirk Cousins. Maybe based on the inju injury, they can bring him back for one more year. Um, defensively, this team was actually all right. Um, so maybe some help on the offensive line, maybe a little bit more help defensively, but this team doesn't feel like they are that far away from making another push here in the NFC North. At 12, it is Denver, and again, a lot of people putting them with the quarterback with Russell Wilson probably about to be bought out. Um, defensively, this team was better than their numbers are going to suggest because they gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. But defensively, in the second half of the season, this team did step up. You would like to see maybe a bit more talent there on the defensive side of things. And I do wonder if they need another receiver. Um, Judy hasn't stepped up in the way that you would want. Sutton is a beast in the end zone and kind of nowhere else. Um, so I, I wonder where they kind of go here this offseason. At 13, it's the Raiders. Quarterback would definitely be a, a need for them. Uh, at 13, I just don't see it. I don't see them... Um, being like, I, I, as a Raider supporter, I don't, I don't want Bo Nix. Um, I, I think if, if you're going to be in the Bo Nix category, then maybe it's just Aiden O'Connell, maybe go out and get a Sam Darnold for a year. Like just get a stopgap and try to build around it. I, I think they need some help on the interior of this offensive line. Another playmaker offensively would be good. Uh, Josh Jacobs is probably leaving. So um, I, I don't love running back at 13. Maybe one of those three wide receivers is still on the board. You get that. But this team also needs some help defensively as well. So th there's a lot of places that the Raiders could go here at 13. Uh, at 14, it is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, this offense needs some help. Honestly, they need to not have Derek Carr, but I don't think that's going to be an option for them. Uh, Michael Thomas is fading, and so they probably need another receiver alongside Chris Olave. Maybe another offensive lineman to help out. I don't think the offensive line was the problem. And defensively, like, Dennis Allen can coach the hell out of a defense. This is a pretty good defense, so I don't know if they need a lot there. So, it's an interesting spot for New England here at, at four, or sorry, for New Orleans here at 14. Um, like I said, maybe one of the three receivers is there. Maybe they, they go out and get another edge rusher to, to like, just strength and a strength sort of a thing for, for New Orleans. But yeah, this is, I don't think New Orleans is honestly that far away. I just, I think Derek Carr is kind of cooked. And I think a couple of, like, I, I don't know, Kamara's still good, but for how much longer? Michael Thomas just isn't anymore. So I think you need another couple of weapons for, for Derek Carr to, to use. At 15, it is the Indianapolis Colts. This defense was almost historically bad this last season. So the focus needs to be defense. Probably need another pass catcher. You can get that in free agency. I think this draft needs to really focus on the defensive side of the football. Because it, like... I don't want to say this division's right there, but Houston looks really good. Jacksonville took a step back, but their offense looks pretty good. You're going to need a defense to try to slow these guys down a little bit and hope that Richardson can stay healthy. At 16, it's Seattle. Would like to see another quarterback there. Maybe they do the redshirt thing. Like, you, they take Bo Nix and redshirt him behind Geno Smith, and that's kind of your guy for the future. Because, um, like, the rest of this roster is all right. It's just Geno Smith... Kind of let them down this year. But defensively, they are set with a lot of young pieces. You could always use another pass rusher and some more help on the offensive line. Um, but I I wonder if this is the spot where you go quarterback and kind of redshirt Bo Nix. That, that would be, if I'm Bo Nix, that's like perfect landing spot for me. Um, 
going forward. At 17, it is Jacksonville. The defense kind of carried them this year. I think they need playmakers here on the offensive side. I, I would like to see them get a wide receiver, probably two out of this offseason, and, and really help out Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, I, I think they're they're fine. At 18, it's Cincinnati. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Uh, maybe a wide receiver to offset T. Higgins, maybe leaving in free agency, but the defense on this team is all right. Um, I, I think offensive line help is def has always been a, a priority, I think, for the Cincinnati Bengals. For the Rams at 19, the defense was an issue this year. That the, Offensively, this team put up some numbers. Defensively, this team gave up some numbers. Um, so th th I think they need to address that going forward. But I... I like a lot of what the Rams have on offense. The offense is fine. Maybe this is another spot. You draft a, a Bo Nix or a Penix Jr. And you, you let them redshirt for a year or two behind Matthew Stafford and help have them grow into that role and try to address the defense uh, through free agency. Pittsburgh. Um, I would suggest they need a quarterback, but they're probably not going to go that route. And at 20, I, I don't, I, you're just not going to get that guy. Um, so probably that's not where they're going to go. I think some help at the, the pass rushing spot, um, obviously like TJ Watt is irreplaceable, but getting a little bit more support on that defense so that it doesn't all go to shit when TJ Watt, if TJ Watt goes down with an injury, um, that's probably the, the way you would want to go. 21, uh, the Miami Dolphins are picking. Uh, offensive line might need a, a better help. Obviously they don't need playmakers. And the defensive side of things, th like this is... People forget because the end of the season was so blah. This is a good, good football team, I think, um, and a talented football team. So maybe you need a little bit more help on the defensive side of things. Vic Vangio is gone, um, and they never really picked up the, the Vangio scheme. So hopefully you're hoping for addition by subtraction there. Um, there's not a ton of holes here on this Miami team. I, I think they're just kind of looking to maybe shore up the defense, shore up the offensive line a little bit. Philadelphia has the 22nd overall pick. I think defense is going to be a key thing. Probably some um, young depth on the offensive line. We don't know what Jason Kelsey's future is going to be. Um, and they have a lot of veterans on the, the offensive line. So if you can kind of just try to keep that ball rolling a little bit with some younger offensive linemen coming in, that I think would help them out greatly. But I, I think you can get a couple of those in the second and third round. Uh, in the first round, I'd be looking defense. And in free agency, I expect this team to be very aggressive on the defensive side of things. Um, the Houston Texans, at 23 overall, need some help on the offensive line. And this defense does need to improve a little bit. CJ uh, Stroud can only do so much. I think the offense kind of set, again, offensive line help. But defensively now, this team needs to, to take a step or two to stay competitive in the AFC South. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, another frustrating end of the season for them. Defensively, this is a, a top unit. So the, the offense, it's pretty good. Maybe they need another running back behind, um, um, or along with Pollard. Another pass catcher to go along with CeeDee Lamb wouldn't be the worst thing. This team, like offensive line-wise, I think they're fine, but... They're, they're just looking at filling a couple of holes. Like, I, I still, I get it's Dallas. I still don't think they're that far away, but I think they're looking at, at filling a, a couple of holes out there. Green Bay, holy shit, is the focus defense. Um, this defense was atrocious. Offensively, they were fine. Maybe you need some young depth on the offensive line, but the, the focus this offseason for Green Bay desperately needs to be on the defensive side of the football. For Tampa Bay, maybe a long-term solution at quarterback behind Baker Mayfield. 
But I thought Baker was fine. And you're probably not getting that here at 26. So just keep rolling with Baker would be my suggestion. We'll see what Mike Evans does in free agency. That's going to be a huge thing. They might need a number one receiver out in Tampa Bay if Mike Evans leaves. You still have Godwin, who is good, but Mike Evans just does so much to help that offense go. Um, defensively, they might need a bit of help as well. The Buffalo Bills, I, I think they they are in a tough spot because they are a very good team, but I think there's actually a fair amount of need on this group. Um, wide receiver is going to be a need, whether Stephon Diggs sticks around or not. And I think they really need to address things on the defensive side of the football. That This group was just not what it needed to be. Um, at certain points this season and uh, a lot of injuries was the reason for that so maybe it's more a depth thing but I, I do think that more talent is needed on the defensive side of the ball so for a team picking so late in the first round there's actually a lot that they need I think out in Buffalo um, Detroit is picking 29th overall they need secondary help in the worst way I don't like the offense is fine. I don't touch the offense. You got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Jared Goff is doing his thing. Maybe you could use some help for Amon Ross St. Brown, but I think a full offseason training camp with Jamison Williams is going to let this offense explode. Um, defensively, way too vulnerable in the secondary. Maybe some help for Hutchinson in the pass rush as well. But defense, again, the focus for Detroit. At 30, it's the Baltimore Ravens. We have complimented this team as being one of the most complete in the NFL. So there aren't a whole lot of holes that I think this group needs to needs to fill out. Maybe something on the interior of the offense or uh, of the uh, the defensive line. Um, maybe another pass catcher to, to help out with Zay Flowers and uh, and Lamar Jackson. But this is a pretty good team for San Francisco. It's just a matter of who is leaving, and you you try to replace that. The offense again is fine. So you look at maybe the offensive line with Trent Williams. I mean, at some point he's going to break down. Um, there's just so much talent all over this team. I think you're now looking at some uh, usable depth around the way. And finally, the Kansas City Chiefs at 32nd overall. Wide receiver is a big need for this group still. I get they just won the Super Bowl with MVS and Hardman making plays in the biggest moments, but they were bad all season. So I think these guys, I think adding another reliable pass catcher is going to be a very important part of the offseason for Kansas City. We also talked about how vulnerable they were against the run. Um, although Baltimore nor San Francisco challenged that all that much in their playoff games, uh, I still think a defensive tackle, a real run stopper there in Kansas City is important. Now, there's a couple teams who don't draft in the first round. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are one. No first round pick. They need everything. The defense was bad. They have no pass catchers for Bryce Young, and now they have no first round pick to help them. This is dire straits out in Carolina. They're in a really, really, really bad spot. So they need to have a creative but aggressive offseason to fix things for the Panthers. Uh, and for Cleveland, this defense was otherworldly good. Maybe another pass catcher alongside Amari Cooper. Maybe a running back since Nick Chubb is probably on his way out. Um... The focus should be on the offense, uh, maybe the offensive line. Um, well, we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. They're, they're not cutting him because it's basically your entire salary cap to cut him. But you just try to make the best around it and get some young pieces in there. So there is your NFL offseason preview. We'll have a lot more NFL offseason stuff uh, coming up. Now, just again, this is a very rapid fire episode. It's going to be over half an hour, but a very rapid fire episode. Let's look at the CFL offseason so far, team by team. We'll start with the BC Lions. I like Standback and, and Hardy to help out with this offensive group with Vernon Adams Jr. at quarterback. I think offensively, this team is right there. There's a lot of losses on the defensive side of the football, though. Matthew Betts is going 
gone. Jalen Edward Cooper, uh, you, you lose him as well. So this defense, I think, needs to be addressed as we go on. And we're just in the first few days of free agency, right? A lot can change. But just early on, BC, I think, is going to need a little bit more help defensively as it does feel like this team has taken a step back on the defensive side of the football. Um, in Edmonton, there's going to be a lot of turnover and a lot out the door. Uh, Grimes and Ganey, a couple of the, the bigger names that are on their way out. And the only additions, like they add Curly Gittins, who's a good wide receiver, but I don't know if it's if that game changer. And um, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, when I thought they were set at quarterback anyway. So defensively, we get like Chris Jones, mastermind, all that stuff. Still need players. Um, and they, they've lost a few of them. So... It's going to either be a, a big, like, bargain bin, whatever. And there's still some good players available. Absolutely. And Edmonton could still, th this could still be a win. But they, they have addressed exactly none of the needs that this team has had so far in, in this offseason. Calgary, I don't say this a lot about Stampeders in free agency. I like what they've done. Um, Schiltz coming in, I honestly, I think he could start uh, for, for quarterback this year. And that was an area of need is uh, some competition and some improvement to the depth of the quarterback position. Uh, you look at Morrow as a replacement for Carey, who was banged up a bunch, might be an upgrade anyway. So that's a good spot for, for Calgary. Um, and on the defensive side of things, Tights and Houston, um, I think, elevate this defense in a way that they, they really needed. A couple of losses are tough. Um, Ademi Berglund and Wigan, I, I think, hurt them. But I, I do like some of the, the, the additions that they've made. Overall, I think it's been a positive offseason for the Stampeders so far. Um, in Saskatchewan, they have gone all out, obviously. And I like a lot of the names, right? Like uh, when we talked about Edwards Cooper, um, Ouellette coming in. They've, they've made some big splashes here in Saskatchewan. And I, I think that this team is better. They've lost a couple of pieces as well. Um... But overall, I think the additions have kind of offset the subtractions. This is a better football team than they were in free agency. But it's what we've talked about before. Th this is a team that had a lot of holes, right? And uh, credit Jeremy O'Day. Um, I, I think that the, the we talked before, the coach hire is a home run. 100% a home run. And a lot of these moves so far, they have made this football team better. Is it enough to keep up with Calgary, BC, and Winnipeg? I don't know. Um, but they, they are certainly a, a better football team. It's just they had so many holes to plug that they are now, I think, because of all the money they have spent, going to have to get a little bit creative in, in plugging a few more of those holes. But again, Saskatchewan in a better spot than where they were at the, the start of the free agent period. And Winnipeg, obviously a lot has left and they've only lost Strevler, or they've only added Strevler. So it is an incomplete offseason so far. Keeping shown is huge. Um, I think losing Brown is going to be something that is looked back on as a don't love that, but, uh, Jeff Coat retirement hurts a ton and that's going to need to be something that is addressed almost immediately because this pass rush is such, it's just the center of what this team does defensively is being able to, to aggressively get after the quarterback. Um, and so that that's going to be an important part now for Winnipeg is addressing that, but they, like they've, they've, they've They've just added no one so far. So it's obviously a very incomplete offseason. For Hamilton, it's just kind of been eh. You know, like they, they've they lost some pieces with Lawrence gone. Um, Adelike is gone. They haven't added anything huge. So it, it hasn't really swayed one way or the other. And with Montreal coming off of a Grey Cup, like sometimes championships just elevate teams that experience Toronto has lost a bunch and we'll get to them here in a second, but they're still a very good team. 
Hamilton was kind of a team I thought would do a little bit more to try to aggressively get better. Last season was supposed to be it because they hosted the Grey Cup. Now I wonder if they're maybe taking a step back. Like, okay, what are we really? Let's assess what we have and build a little bit more upon that. Out in Toronto, with all great teams, there are going to be great losses because... Um, players who stepped up in some of those roles want to get paid like superstar players because that's what they look like and other teams have money so they start plucking them out. So this is going to be a real test because Toronto has built a lot through free agency over the last few years and that, that certainly has worked. They were the best team in the regular season, slip on a banana peel in the playoffs and they're done but they are they were an incredibly talented team last year. A lot of that talent has left and... So I, I do think while they've added a little bit on the D, um, well, they've added a little bit, it, it certainly hasn't made up for what has gone out the door. And it, I, I think it's noteworthy and not by accident that they have only added on the defensive side of things so far. I do wonder if they're looking at um, Chad Kelly. And we've talked before, it's the thing that I, I stole from uh, Move the Sticks. For a quarterback, are you a truck or are you a trailer? Um... This is now a chance for Kelly to prove he's a truck because some offense, uh, some offensive pieces have gone out the door. Um, is this now going to be a Chad Kelly who it doesn't, can he kind of, for lack of a better term and apologize for the comparison to one of the greatest of all time, can Kelly Patrick Mahomes his way through this? The weapons that are left in Toronto are better than what was left in Kansas City after the Tyreek Hill trade in comparison to the league, but they have really gone out and just put the focus on the defense and kind of been like, hey, um, you were just the MOP last year. We kind of need you to be awesome again this year because we're not adding a ton in there. At least that's what it looks like for now. Um, Ottawa, they got their work done before free agency, right? Acquiring Brown, acquiring Rhymes. Losing Coleman to the NFL um, is difficult. Um, but overall, I think it's been a good offseason. They, they at least added another Sam linebacker to tried to, to, to offset that a little bit. I don't know if it does 100%, but I think the gains they make offensively make this a, a gigantic win for for, for Ottawa um, so far this offseason. And finally, the champs. Uh, I like the additions of Wiggins and Ademi Berglund. Uh, I think that helps out a lot. Um, you, you lose standback by, like, on purpose. Um, bringing in Sean Thomas Erlington, I, I think, offsets that a little bit. Um... I still think it's been an okay offseason for, for for the champs. Like, I I think they've added more than they have lost and they have improved a little bit. You'd like to see maybe a little bit more from them, but overall, I would put Montreal in the win category for sure. In terms of biggest winners, um, I, I think Saskatchewan is in there 100%. Saskatchewan is in there. Um, I would put Montreal in as a, as a big winner as well. In terms of losers, they've just lost everything without plugging any holes yet. So I, I think it has to be Winnipeg. And just in terms of like what teams have done around them, um, I don't love the off seasons for Edmonton and Hamilton just yet. I should mention Calgary is a winner of the off season as well. Again, fucking five days in. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can um, in podcast form. Uh, that's rate, like, slash review. I, like, they're not, you know. Anyway, um, five-star review or whatever um, it, when you're listening in podcast form and leave a subscription. Like this video, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment. That stuff helps. I try to reply to as many of them as I possibly can. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Like I said, hoping for some kind of UFC reaction at some point this weekend into Monday. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there. Follow along on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to all of you 
next week.